This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You matter, you do, and you are awesome. Don't find us on this one. Ask your friends. Visit betterhelp.com super and take care of number one. Hey, brother! Look, guys, we all know Dumbledore is a big old liar, liar, plants for hire. Socks in the mirror of era said, indeed. I mean, come on, Dumbledore, you're trying to win the trust and respect of this boy, nigga, with socks? I guess, to be fair, that was a very personal question, and it was their first conversation ever. Plus, Dobby loves socks, so who knows? Maybe there's something to it. Dumbledore's real talent for lying, though, lies with the good old-fashioned lie of omission. Because, like, I'm sorry, even if or when we find out that Credence is not actually related to Dumbledore, it still feels like the kind of thing that Dumbledore should have brought up at King's Cross, you know, when he's, like, coming clean to Harry about his entire family history. And that was basically their last conversation ever, so no excuses this time. As such, though, it should come as no surprise to anyone that we have uncovered yet another of Dumbledore's secrets, which he conceals from Harry for absolutely no reason, even though it could have brought him tremendous comfort. I speak, of course, of the undeniable fact that Dumbledore himself was a Triwizard Champion. Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, HelloTushy.com. The holidays are upon us, you guys, and if you're anything like me, you want to give your friends and family something more meaningful than just the boring old gift card. Something useful, yet unique. Cool, yet eco-friendly. Techie, yet affordable. But... What is the answer? Ah, you see what I did there? Yeah, no, you did. It wasn't that sub subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Crack myself up. <laughs> I could go all day. Wait, wait. Dang it, Jonathan, you pun too hard. Now people are going to think you're going to be on the toilet all day. This is what happens when you pun irresponsibly. What I'm really trying to say is we have a Hello Tushy bidet here at the office and it is awesome and make a great punerific gift this year. And it really is the gift that keeps on giving because it cuts down on toilet paper usage by 80%. So it pays for itself in just months, which means you can just wipe those expenses right off your bills. Ah. Wipe, Jay. Come on, you're better than Plus, it attaches directly to your existing toilet with no additional electric or plumbing work required. So give the gift of a clean bottom to a loved one or yourself this holiday season and go to hellotoshi.com super to get 10% off your order today, plus free shipping. One more time, that is hellotoshi.com super for 10% off your order, plus free shipping. Link is in the description down below. Okay, so let's talk about Dumbledore's latest lie. Because right out of the gate, I know what you're thinking. Dumbledore couldn't have competed in the Triwizard Tournament. I mean, he himself says, As I was saying, we are to have the honor of hosting a very exciting event over the coming months, an event that has not been held for over a century. It is my very great pleasure to inform you that the Triwizard Tournament will be taking place at Hogwarts this year. Over a century, he says. Okay, well, let's just do the math on that, Dumbledore. Let's just do the math. Because guess what I did this month, you guys? The one thing all wizards fear most. I paid the math budget. In case you need a reminder, the Triwizard Tournament that Harry takes place in is in 1994. And I don't know about you guys, but I always found it super convenient that the year Harry was in also lined up with that year of the 90s. It's not really important, it's just a handy trick. But anyway, literally in the exact same chapter, not one page later, the Triwizard Tournament was first established some 700 years ago as a friendly competition between the three largest European schools of wizardry, Hogwarts, Beaubaton, and Durmstrang. A champion 
champion was selected to represent each school, and the three champions competed in three magical tasks. The schools took it in turns to host the tournament once every five years, and it was generally agreed to be a most excellent way of establishing ties between young witches and wizards of different nationalities. Okay, so it started 700 years ago and happened once every five years. Good. Those are both really helpful numbers, but they'd be more helpful if we knew how many tournaments had been held or when the very last tournament had been held. And as of Goblet of Fire, we had no idea, but as of 2015, we actually got the answer to one of those questions. In 2015, an article was posted on Pottermore about Bobaton and reveals the current score, the current number of wins each school has in the Triwizard Tournament. Bobatons has always enjoyed a cordial relationship with Hogwarts, though there has been a healthy rivalry in international competitions such as the Triwizard Tournament, in which Bobaton has 62 wins to Hogwarts 63. Now, first of all, let me just say. That is an embarrassing showing, Durmstrang. <laughs> like, 63 to 62 to zero? Like, why do people even go to your school? Anyway, not the point. The point is, we now have the final bit of information we need. The total number of tournaments played. 63 wins for Hogwarts and 62 wins for Bobaton gives us a grand total of 125. That said, though, since this article is posted in 2015, I have to think it takes into account Harry's Triwizard Tournament as well, which actually means that Harry himself is the tiebreaker and the one giving Hogwarts the edge. But it also means in 1994, only 124 tournaments had been played, and since we know they only occurred once every five years, we can just work backwards from there. First, we just subtract 700 years from 1994 to land us at the first ever Triwizard Tournament, which would then have had to have taken place in 1294. Then we just multiply five times 124 to get the grand total of years that the tournament was taking place for, which gives us 620 years worth of time, add that back to the 1294, and it lands us at 1914. And you may have noticed by the very nature in which we count years and how, you know, numbers work, that 1914 took place further in time than 1894. Thus, it has not been a century since the last Triwizard Tournament was held. It has been 80 years. Which, like, I'm sorry, Dumbledore, that is 20 years off the mark and way outside what might have been considered a reasonable margin of error, if you ask me. But let's face it, over a century just sounds better, and Dumbledore is nothing if not a bit of a showman. Dumbledore's got style. And that comes from Kingsley, who, let's face it, now that guy knows style. So, with all that in mind, though, let's then look at Dumbledore's youth. Dumbledore was born in 1881, meaning he would have started attending Hogwarts 11 years later in 1892, and would have graduated in 1899. And based upon the every five years rule, you are guaranteed as a student at Hogwarts to witness at least one Triwizard Tournament, if not two. Like, ideal situation is that you could see it for the first time in your second year, and then you are fully trained in that, like, maximum talent level in your seventh year to actually compete when it comes back. Either way, we can just roll it back several times to find out when Dumbledore's time at Hogwarts would have intersected with the Triwizard Tournament. You got 1914, 1909, 1904, 1899, and 1894. Boom! There we go. Also, just for clarity, yes, there would have been another one in 1899, but that would have been in the fall. Dumbledore would have graduated that spring. In any case, Dumbledore would have been a third year when the Triwizard Tournament rolled back around
only chance to compete and your only third year, so you've only got that level of magic going for you. Also, I think it's worth mentioning though that if you want to get like real technical and take Dumbledore's it hasn't happened in a century comment to heart, 1894 would literally be exactly a century before it's happening in Harry's time. In fact, just for safekeeping, let me double check. How long is a century? Yeah, confirmed, century is 100 years. So it actually works either way. Either Dumbledore is exaggerating for a dramatic effect, or he actually competed in the very last one before it was finally canceled. Which, if we're being real, probably means someone actually died in that tournament, thus finally canceling it. And if we're being double real, it was probably the Beau Baton champion, because if we're being triple real, you know who was at Durmstrang at the time and who also could have competed? Grindelwald, which if we're being quadruply real, goes ahead and confirms that Albus won because obviously Durmstrang has a solid zero in the wins category. But that's all assuming that was indeed the last one played, which it might not have been. And besides that, we also know that supposedly Dumbledore and Grindelwald didn't meet until that summer in Godric's Hollow. And if they had played against each other in the Triwizard Tournament before that, it feels like it'd be really well-known historic knowledge, you know, after the fact, after the duel of legend and stuff. Uh, but Jay, what makes you so sure that Dumbledore even entered and that the goblet chose him as the champion? And could he have even entered as a third year? Don't you have to be a sixth year student to enter? That's rubbish! Great questions. First, yes, he definitely would have been allowed to enter even as a third year. The age line around the Goblet of Fire is new as of Harry's year in competing. And you might think, well, whatever, the Goblet would never choose younger students over the more experienced older students anyway, right? But it must have been choosing younger students some of the time or else there never would have been the need for the age line anyway right? So really, if anything, the age line is proof that younger students were capable of being chosen. And if any younger student was ever going to be chosen, it was Albus. I mean, just listen to what Elpheus Doge has to say about him in his In Memoriam piece. In a matter of months, however, Albus's own fame had begun to eclipse that of his father. By the end of his first year, he would never again be known as the son of a muggle hater, but as nothing more or less than the most brilliant student ever seen at the school. He goes on to say, he not only won every prize of note that the school offered, he was soon in regular correspondence with the most notable magical names of the day. And I mean, Triwizard Cup would count as a prize offered by the school, wouldn't it? Actually, so would the Quidditch Cup, which means that Dumbledore definitely had to play Quidditch. And what does Harry say? You must be the youngest Quidditch player in a century, according to McGonagall. The Gryffindor Seeker in his first year. Also worth noting, Doge says he won every award the school had to offer, which double confirms that Albus won the Triwizard Tournament. Even Aberforth later confirms Albus's trophy collection. Not Albus. He was always up in his bedroom when he was home, reading his books and counting his prizes, keeping up with his correspondences with the most notable magical names of the day. To me, there is just no doubt that as a young man, Albus was actively pursuing his notoriety. There's just no way he wouldn't have entered if he had the chance. And there's also no way the goblet wouldn't have chosen him if he entered even as a third year, which is why it is just that much worse. He never tells Harry about this because he's in the exact same position. Don't worry, Harry, I entered the Triwizard Tournament. I was only a third year, won the whole thing. Kind of a cinch, really. Look, Harry, at the very least, I can tell you this. You don't need to worry about Durbstrand. They've literally never won. Did you see Crumb at the World Cup? Terrible at winning. That said, I do not think Dumbledore actually played against Grindelwald. Even though he was at Durmstrang at the time, he was a year behind Alba, so he only would have been a second year. 
Not that I guess that technically matters, he still could have entered. But there just seems to be such solid evidence that they didn't actually meet until 1899 in that summer at Godric's Hollow. Which, interestingly, Grindelwald is expelled from Durmstrang just before his final year, meaning he missed out on that wonderful two-year, seven-year opportunity to compete as a seventh year. I mean, honestly, it was probably one of the very few times Durmstrang had a real shot at winning. But there's almost no doubt in my mind that Grindelwald would have at least witnessed the tournament. I mean, first of all, there was a chance it was just held at Durmstrang anyway. But even if it wasn't, I think he'd be talented enough to have been amongst the prospects brought by Durmstrang to put his name in the goblet. And that is really interesting to me because it means that at a very young age, Grindelwald would have been able to witness and see just how powerful and talented Albus was. It could have even been when he started to mark him as a potential ally or, well, maybe not ally, tool down the line. And perhaps then, it is no coincidence at all that the moment Albus graduates, Grindelwald finds himself expelled and Ariana suddenly dies and Albus has Grindelwald positioned directly at his side. Honestly guys, it's just math and all the numbers add up. Albus almost definitely competed in and won the Triwizard Tournament. And then lied to Harry about it by not telling him about it. But guys, as always, thank you so much for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you want to see a full video explaining how Dumbledore was indeed the Gryffindor seeker a century before Harry during his first year, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, I will see you in another Life Brother.